Good morning, good evening, and welcome back to the Jeremy Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hone, the Heart Trooper number seven. And today we're going to talk about series two. V Friend Series Two is eight to ten weeks away, we think, dropping in April. And there has been quite a bit of confusion that I've seen about how the pre-sale will work for the friends list, whether you burn your book game tokens or not, and on and on and on. So I hope that this will serve to answer all of your questions, at least up to now. So we're recording on February 5th, 2021, and we'll do a rundown of everything we know so far. And afterward, I will share with you the new 15 characters that were teased of the 15 characters 11 have been revealed and we'll talk about those and perhaps other characters that might fill out the other four so thanks for tuning in and let's get into it so to start when the book games collection was released it was revealed that in addition to being a forever asset and being burnable for other assets that every single book game token is also a friend's pass, which is a utility for book games that can be used for various things going forward. The first of which will be a 12 and a half day pre-sale access to the Mint of Series 2. Now, not everyone who holds a book game token will have this opportunity to do pre-sale and... We don't know what the chances are per token of of getting onto this presale list, which was is will henceforth be called the friends list. So your friends pass, which you have one friends pass per book game token, is essentially a raffle ticket with an unknown chance to get you onto the friends list, which is the 12 and a half day presale for series two. My estimation at this moment is that each pass is roughly a 5% five, 5 chance. I think if you have 20 tokens, you are near guaranteed a spot on the friends list. And uh, that's just based on some comments that Gary has made in the Discord, but time will tell. There is a reality where holding one book game token will get you on this presale list and holding seven book game tokens will not. It will just be a matter of chance. For point of clarification, the rarity of your token does not impact the percentage chance that your friend's pass will be chosen. So if you're holding a gratitude or a pony or a champagne frame, you have the same chance as somebody who has a bubblegum empathy or a wood frame, for example, at least for now. Gary has said as much, but he's also said that he might do a reverse sort of thing where the more common tokens over index for getting on the friends list that much is to be seen so if your goal is to get to mint series two your best avenue to do so is to acquire a quantity of book games tokens all right now it's to be determined or to be announced whether or not if selected for the friends list, you have a either or option or a both option because there are two options. The first is that you pay $1,000 to mint a random series two token. 
And in this case, you do not burn your book game token. So I want to be very clear. There, there is not a burn option to get onto the friends list. If you're on the friends list, you can keep your book game token. You don't have to burn it. And you'll just pay the expected $1,000 in ETH. And you'll get a random NFT from the Series 2 collection. One of the 268 characters we already know from V Friends 1. Now, to just over-communicate, we don't know for certain that every character of the 268 we know is featured in Series 2. It just sort of stands to reason. It's possible, however, that the tokens in Series 2 in this random section where you don't burn and pay $1,000 may only include the admission tokens. We may not see Uno Unicorn and Kino Koala and Gone Fishing Fish uh, the access tokens. We may not see a Series 2 version of them. I'm inclined to think we are, but just to be clear, like that much hasn't been confirmed. What we know is that the mint option, which will be randomized for character and rarity, is going to require that you pay to mint and that you'll get a random assignment of tokens like you do in uh, most typical NFT mints. Now, there's a second option which regards the new 15 characters that are being added to the VFriends universe and are debuting in series two. So the fourth quality of book game tokens is that they are the only way to get these new characters. You cannot pay excessive amounts of ETH. I should say they're the only way to mint these new characters. Series two is a layer one Ethereum collection. And so after it's minted, you can buy it on the secondary market in ETH. But if you want to mint the new characters, you'll have to burn book game tokens. And based on some comments from Gary, for the moment, I believe that you will be able to choose the new character that you want, where paying $1,000 to mint gives you a random rarity and character. The burning option will give you the choice of character and rarity. Now, a couple clarifications. Number one, we don't know how many tokens you will have to burn to get these new characters. We don't know what the token rarity requirements will be to get these new characters. However, there is not going to be a situation where you burn your book game tokens and risk not getting something. This is a guaranteed thing. If you get the chance to burn, and not everyone will, and you meet the rarity requirements and burn those tokens, you are guaranteed to receive an asset for that burn. Um, not to say it can't happen in the future that you can burn a token for a chance at something, but for the moment, Everything in the book games ecosystem is a guarantee. You burn the right tokens, you get the count the other side of the trade. Guaranteed, period. Okay. To that end, that you'll be able to select the token that you want to burn for, it seems that the rarity requirements are going to be based not on quantity, but on frame type. So we'll get to the new characters in a second. And I see a bunch of questions coming in, which I'll address. 
when Gary revealed one of these characters, which is the fearless fairy, he commented in the discord, oh my God, you better have fur frames. And he's previously said that it would require much more than one token for these burn requirements. Considering that there are 15 new characters and 15 frames in the book games collection, it is my belief until new information is introduced that each character will only be available to mint if a certain quantity of matching frames are burnt. For example, there, there's a ninja, and I think you're going to need three black frames to get a core uh, version two ninja, where you might need 10 black frames to get a spectacular version two ninja. Again, whether black matches to ninja, whether it is a, a set of matching frames, and what the quantity uh, relative to the rarity is, all of that is to is yet to be confirmed. I'm just speculating based on some things that Gary has said. So to review, not everyone will get a chance to participate in the pre-sale. Every single book game token you hold is essentially a raffle ticket, which gives you a chance to participate in that pre-sale. Once you've been selected and added to the friends list, not your wallet, but the token that the, the, the token that is the winning raffle ticket is your authorization into the pre-sale interface. So it's to be seen if the metadata will actually reflect this. We might see after friends list has been determined that tokens with a guaranteed access to the pre-sale are selling at a premium because they're guaranteed to offer that pre-sale access. That's to be seen. Once you're on the friends list, you will be able to either pay $1,000 and keep your token. Or let me say it a different way. You'll, you'll be able to either keep your token and pay $1,000 to mint a random vFriends2 NFT or burn a, uh, a certain rarity requirement of tokens, multiple tokens, and choose the new character of your choice. We don't know yet if you'll be able to do both, and we don't know yet what the minting limit will be. Gary has said that it will be one or two, but I anticipate that's still very much in the air. Over the last week, Gary was building, as he put it, structuring series two. And then at the end of that week, this past Saturday, he drew the 15 characters over the course of about two and a half hours. So now um, let's talk about what we saw in those previews and what we might expect from them. All right, so let's get into it. I hope you like that little uke interlude. The uh, Instagram's liking the uke vibe, so I thought I'd bring it to the podcast. It's a lot harder for me to keep my momentum in speech while I'm playing the uke, but it's good practice. Okay, so we've got these new characters, which are very exciting and we got two confirmations of actual characters with their full name. And then for the most, we got like a half picture of it. So uh, you can kind of tell what it is. Some are easier to tell than others. And I'm also going to speculate on what the frame required to burn them might be. But just remember that that much is very much speculative. So the characters we saw are a clown, 
a clown. Sidebar, I really hope that I had some kind of influence in this. And I really appreciate everybody who was tagging me and being like, oh my God, you inspired Gary to put a clown in the collection. Yes, it's totally possible. But remember that like clowns are a very long standing part of culture. And I'm not the only clown and certainly not the first to wear a bowler hat. But it is very nice that there is a clown with a bowler hat. And yes, I feel completely obligated to get one. Um, there's a toad, a Viking, a ghost, a ninja, a devil, a penguin, a praying mantis, and what looks like a puma, which is very interesting. We'll come back to that. And then the two that got names are the alpha alligator and the fearless fairy. So that leaves four characters that are completely unknown, but we, we may have some hints. So for example, uh, you may remember after the ferocious interview that uh, Aiden, who's a member of the community, had asked a question about adversity and why isn't there a adversity token? And then Gary drew the character Adversity University. Then there's another instance where on Twitter, um, somebody wanted a uh, a unicorn and he and he drew the unwavering unicorn i believe there actually is the uno unicorn but he drew the unwavering unicorn and we've seen a couple other random characters throughout that may or may not be one of these four which we haven't seen plus we have the three new characters from book games we have the koala 2025 the time machine tiny ogre and the paper hands pony whether any of those characters are going to make a debut in series two is to be to be announced okay and so these are like very wild guesses i'm going to sort of rank them in likelihood so with the fearless fairy he said you better have fur frame so that feels like it's been determined and also gives me the impression that in structuring series two the previous week that they did make determinations on what the rarity requirements are, but we probably won't know for sure for another four weeks. Like they said, end of February, March, a while back. Um, I feel pretty certain that the clown is going to require rainbow frames. I think other uh, like logical matches include the ninja to require black frames and the ghost to require clear frames. Uh, and, and also for the penguin to require caviar frames. And hopefully you can see why that is like ghosts are translucent, clear frames, the ninjas in all black, black, the clown has like a rainbow wig, rainbow. And I don't know if penguins eat caviar, but it seems like the kind of thing that they could eat. Um, I, I, now, now in the vein of like totally wild guesses, I think that the devil may require wood frames because when he said it, or when he posted in the Discord, he said it's going to be like a race to burn this. Or there's going to be a lot of competition to get this one. So, you know, at first I thought maybe it's champagne frames. But it's I think it's actually the opposite. That like most people will have the right requirements to burn for the devil, which requires wood frames. And so that's why it'll be a competition to get there. You know, because all of these will be in limited supply. Uh, alpha alligator, possibly emerald, being that they're a green creature. Uh, praying mantis, marble, puma, granite, Viking gold, and toad silver. Those are all just kind of like process of elimination, like maybe guesses. 
TBA. The only one that we think we know for sure is that the Fearless Fairy will require fur frames. Fun. Um, so I think that that is kind of the, the breakdown of everything that you need to know regarding Series 2. Um, I'm seeing a couple questions here that I, I want to add into the mix. So number one, uh, recently Gary said that the floor is uh, lava or is going to soon be lava regarding the book games collection. Let me get the quote right here. Somebody commented it. Um, they He said, book games are about to be lava. And a few weeks ago, he said, when they understand the series to impact the floor will become lava. Now, there's a little double entendre here, right? Because there is a lava background in the collection, and it is the most widely distributed of the spectacular backgrounds. But there's also the verbiage in the space that the floor is lava when there's a high volume and velocity of sales going on. So what I think this is referring to is that there is something creative going on or coming to the series two collection that hasn't been revealed yet. And it may be that this relates to the version one benefit. So I misspoke. I'm sure everyone wants to know what will series one token holders get relative to series two. And I know there's been a lot of chatter in the community that this is going to be an airdrop that for every V friend one you have, you'll get a V friend two. And I understand that that is expected. I understand it's, it looks like a relatively simple option and perhaps it is, but I, I really think Gary is going to subvert expectations here. Uh, I asked Andy Cranach, the president of V friends straight up, will series one get an airdrop? And he said, stay tuned. And then went on to discuss how just because the board API club effectively executed on their mutant serum doesn't mean that everybody needs to incorporate a serum type of mechanic into their collection. Gary is more interested, it seems, in innovation and creativity than sort of this more low-hanging fruit execution of providing value to the OG holders. Now, he's been consistent to say Series 1 will be very, very happy. And it begs the question, how, why, you know, I think series one holders would be happy to get a, a sort of like open liquidity offer like a series two airdrop. But perhaps although this series two token does not provide access to VCon and isn't based around access utility, that there might be something else. My big guesses relating what we're going to get in series two have consistently come back to a more PFP optimized artwork something that people will more readily have on their Twitter profile, which brings more visibility to the collection. And secondly, which was also reaffirmed by my interview with Andy, is a physical component where this Series 2 is a highly collectible and, and maybe almost solely collectible NFT. I think we could see a physical collectible launched with the collection and considering that merch is like relatively easy to collaborate on and do in other capacities they'll probably have a lot of vcon merch and other things coming just a month later i'm thinking more in the way of like 
toys, trading cards, maybe like sneakers, backpacks, like what is like more widely desirable? And, and that brings me to like, yeah, toys or trading cards. So I do think that there will be some kind of either redeemable. Now, if it's redeemable and you have to burn your series two to get the physical collectible, that'll be interesting. I just wonder if there's some kind of gamification that hasn't been hinted at yet that is coming with this. And perhaps that series one, because they, because to be clear, series one does not provide presale access. The only way to get presale access is to hold book game tokens and have your friends pass be chosen. So I wonder if there's some kind of game element that is involved in series two and that series one holders will get an advantage in the game. Now, not sure what that will be, but that's my two cents. So lastly, just wrapping up with a couple of questions. Um, a question regarding how many V friends passes can you win? So I told you that the minting limit hasn't been announced. It might be one or two, but Gary suggested that you won't be able to necessarily win, win the friends list multiple times. If you have 10 tokens and three of them are selected, you don't get three to six mints. You still get the one to two. And I, I'm really looking forward to them clarifying this, and I hope that they go in a different direction. I know that it, it does give a lot of benefit to whale wallets, but they've also spent that upfront capital, and I think that makes more sense. Otherwise, people have an incentive to spread their tokens across multiple wallets, you know, even putting one token for every wallet or one wallet having one token for everyone that they hold, because if you can only get one spot per wallet, then why not? And there are no gas fees on Immutable X to deter people from doing that. It just seems to make a lot more sense to me to give you one to two mints per friends pass chosen instead of capping it at one to two per wallet. Otherwise, it's going to create that kind of like bad behavior. Um, the other question I have here is, what happens if my tokens get pre-sale and I need to burn it for one of the 15 characters? Is such a scenario possible? Do I first buy version two and then use it for one of the 15? This is a great question, and we just don't have the answer yet. So hypothetically, your token, your book game token, gets selected for the pre-sale. The big question is, can you do both? Can you buy a random mint and burn for series two new characters? And if so, what if the token that you need is required for that burn? Well, I think it would suggest that you've already, like, you can imagine your authorized book game token as a key, and you've already unlocked the door. So you're already through the door where you would be determined to burn. So burning the token that was previously the key wouldn't be a problem for you unless you, like, burn it and then need to come back and then you can't. But I, I don't think that's going to be a situation. I, I, ho I hope that made sense. Uh, clarification on book game holding. So holding multiple book games, but only gets one mint on series two. So buying across two wallets makes more sense. Ben, we really don't know yet. It hasn't been clarified. So not every book game token gets you a pre-sale spot. Every book game token gets you a chance at a pre-sale spot. The more you have, the more chances you have. So what we don't know is, will there be a limit based on the wallet of how many mints you can win? Because ultimately, if your book game token is selected, your wallet won't be authorized. The token itself will be authorized. So the way that 
you know, wallets are added to a presale list and your key into that presale is the wallet address. That's not how this works. The key into the presale in this case is actually tied to the token ID for book games. Um, wonderful. Do you think champagne frame holders will automatically be eligible for pre-mint? No, I do not. Uh, there's been no suggestion that that'll be the case. In fact, it may be the opposite, that champagne frame get a lower possibility of access to the presale list. But I do think that there will be a character where you can only get it by burning a certain quantity of champagne frames, or maybe you have to burn one champagne frame in order to meet those burn requirements. And by virtue of that, the supply and desirability of that character will, the supply will be lower and the desirability will be higher. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I hope that that answered your questions. If not, please do um, let me know on Twitter or Instagram. As I said, there's still a lot unknown about the Series 2 pre-sale and the collection utility and all of this, but I've seen a lot of confusion about what we already know. So I hope you now understand that you do not have to burn your book game token to get pre-sale access. Every book game token is a chance at pre-sale access. If you're given that pre-sale access, you can either get a random character by paying $1,000 in ETH, or you can meet the rarity requirements and burn a yet unknown number of book game tokens in order to choose one of the new 15 characters. The total supply of the collection is still a mystery, the utility and all that. But for the moment, just I just want to reiterate a hundred times, you, you, there's not a situation where you will burn your book game tokens and not get something in return. And you don't have to burn them for a chance at the presale access. You can keep them if you want. So thank you so much for listening. This has been a breakdown of what we know so far regarding Series 2 V Friends at the Jeremy Knows Podcast. My name is Jeremy, the hard trooper number seven, and I will see you tomorrow.